Hey guys, welcome to T11. It's good to have you here. Thank you, really, seriously, thank you for being here. The select few. You guys are fantastic. Oh boy. Is today the day the show and I take a turn? Is it a turn for the worse? Is it a turn for the best? I have no idea what's happening. But I'm about to tell you some things right now that are pretty hard to admit, pretty hard to bring up, pretty hard to discuss for me. But I'll just come out and say it. I'm seriously right now looking at the next phase of my life. What does that look like? When does that start? I mean, I'm very, very lucky because I do have something very solid, which I absolutely am passionate about. I absolutely love doing it. Alexitary Radio Show. What's the future radio? For a while there, future radio didn't look good. All the podcasting coming out and all of this and everybody throwing all their ads money into podcasters. And yes, a lot of people are making some good money doing podcasting, but advertisers, to tell you the truth, aren't throwing all of that money at podcasts anymore just because of, um, you know, whatever. It kind of feels like the radio is having some sort of resurgence. And I love that. I love that because that is my passion. I love radio. I also love doing this. I love this intimacy of a podcast. I love not having rules and regulations, not having a program director or a boss telling you what you can and can't say. There's something so freeing about doing a podcast. But I don't pay the bills. Doesn't pay the bills at all. But I am seriously looking at what the next phase of my life looks like. I don't know, man. Am I in radio still because I'm afraid? I've been doing this 30 years. And personally, I know that I am afraid to lose momentum. I mean, there's a belief that I have to keep pushing and pushing and pushing and have some successes and failures and go along that roller coaster ride of that life, basically, is what it is. We all go through it. You know what I'm talking about. But yeah. If I step back a little bit, if I stop doing the podcasting and just do the lexitary stuff and, you know, and select other things, am I going to lose momentum? There's a belief that I have to just keep pushing. That's what success has been to me forever. You get a vision. You go for it. You suffer. You work hard. You have some victories. You have some successes and all that kind of stuff. And then all this other stuff comes up into my life, podcasting and People making money on TikTok and all that kind of stuff, which I'll get into in a second. But the more here about the personal stuff, externally, am I worried that I'm looking like a failure? Is there too much of me out there? Now, looking like a failure externally is a vanity thing. It's something I should never be concerned about. People are going to say it no matter what. There are people out there that hate me and hate the Lexitary show and all that. And I know that after a 30-year, let's just say we go another 10 years, which I hope we do. Let's just say at 40 years, we say that was it. That was a great career. Nobody else has done that. People would still message me and go, told you you'd fail. (laughs) 
I mean, that's it. But what do I care what they think? Seriously, I've never thought about failure that way. I've never really thought about failure. I always think you learn something new. I was talking to somebody about this the other day. I have learned so much already about myself doing this. I've stepped through a lot of fears about technological stuff and talking by myself and I'm going to have enough to say and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I, I, failure to me is not even really a word. And I hate it when you hear people say that, oh, failure to me, but it's true. Luckily, my entire life, I have felt that way. And I'm not about to stop doing that right now, okay? In fact, I've been motivated a lot by the hate people throw at me. I am more motivated by the person I do not want to become than I am holding somebody up on a pedestal and trying to role model their life and do exactly what they do in hopes of the same return. I'm more motivated by the person I don't want to be. I don't want to be that dickhead neighbor. I don't want to be that guy that doesn't believe it. I don't want to be Mr. Bitter. I don't want to be those people. And that's what really motivates me. So I've been thinking, I mean, do I take some time away from this? Do I just, like I said, have you, is there a little too much of me out there? Just a little time, just a little time to think, you know, to make some decisions, to have a clear mind and, and see what is out there next. Because right now I've been that push and push and push and push and phase. Nonstop, just thinking about the Lex and Terry show, the Gang of Two podcast, the T11 podcast, and all these other ideas that I have to push and just keep pushing. And I'll be honest, I'm a little tired. I am a little tired of the grind. But if I stop, I am really afraid to stop. What's going to happen if I do that? Do I just sink myself really deeper, deeper into Lexitary and be a big pain in the ass in my coworkers' lives? Do I think about the future of Lexitary? which I have been doing and making the tough decisions that it will take to extend the life of a show like us. We've always changed. We've always morphed into different things and I feel another morph period coming. Do I make those tough decisions to extend the show and to grow the audience? Do I, do I get into that? These are just questions that I'm having. I'm not expecting any answers or anything right now. I'm just being honest with you, man, what I'm going through. And then this podcasting, you know, I thought that I was in a category. I thought that I was a category to shoot for the self-help category. When you make a podcast, for those of you that haven't done it, they ask you what podcast does your category fit in? And you're sitting there going, holy shit, what am I humor? Am I self-help? Am I, you know, a, a, a daily diary blog? I, I don't, they have these categories. You have to tick a box. So, you know, I, I'm just doing motivation and, and all that. I don't know what this is. I don't fit into a category. This show does not fit into a category. I'm trying to find a category. If you could help me with what this category is, I don't even know what it is, but there is no category for this. But it's obvious I don't belong in the one they've got me in, the motivational self-help stuff, which I've learned over the last month that I don't want to be a part of that in any shape or form. No, thank you. 
So you ask yourself these questions, okay? I have I am enjoying some success right now. My success has gone from just loving what I do to making money, to making a lot of money, to making okay money, to making eh, you know that it's it's it hasn't been linear by any means this career financially anyway. And if that's the way you you know you choose to view success, uh, which a lot of people do, including myself. You know, um, yeah, I, I've had some successes in my life. So I start asking myself, how did I do that before? What did I do? I mean, you see people right now on TikTok, on Facebook, with podcasts, on Instagram, and all this type of stuff just having huge successes. And you say to yourself, including you, you see these people and you go, I could do that. I can't tell you how many people have come up to me at personal appearances and go, hey man, how'd you get into that? Because me and my buddy are funny and we think we could do it. My answer is you can do it. There's nothing special about what we do at, at all. I mean, Lex and I argue about that a lot. I don't believe there's anything special about us by any means. We just were in the right place at the right time. We, we took some, uh, some chances that some of you haven't done. The people at the appearances that come up to me and say, I could do this. You're right. You can do this. You can do it. But the problem is, it's kind of um, disappearing opportunities. Everybody's got a podcast. Everybody's on TikTok making funny fake videos. Everybody's doing that. I want to have an original idea, and it seems like there are no more original ideas out there. So here I sit in this category of nothing that I'm trying to figure out what it is. There's no category to sell. There's no audience to sell. There's nothing, and this is painful as fuck. Can't tell you how much sleep I'm losing over this and how much it just screws with my mind. I know some of you are happy to hear that. The truth is, you know, when it comes to success, I feel like a fraud most of the time. Feel like I just had some, maybe some good timing and just got lucky. And, you know, that's where, you know, Lex will down, not downplay it. He'll try to help me and he'll say, hey man, you know, no, we've earned this, which is a great way to look at it. Maybe I should look at it that way, but I don't. In my heart, I know, I know who I am. I know I'm an absolute zero. I know the positive parts of me. I know that I'm somebody who really deeply cares about others. I know that I can see the greatness in others. I know I love seeing others succeed. And I know I love having a hand in others' success. I know I love that. But, you know, you know, category of that. So I start asking myself, um, what's the end game? These are, these are the questions that I've always asked myself anytime that I've had a project in my mind or even early on in Lex and Terry, these are questions that have stuck with me forever. And maybe you could get something from these as well. What is my end game? What's your end game? Is my end game to be a speaker? Is my end game to be in the radio hall of fame? That's a vanity thing. I could care. I mean, it'd be honored, I guess, but I, I could care less is my end game to have uh, the best, whatever this category of podcast is. I mean, I think it's an advantage to not have a category. I think it's an advantage to not know what this is. I think that there's something original here, but I don't know what it is. 
And I also don't want to be heartbroken when I found out that I'm wrong about that. Is my end game to write books? He said speaking engagements. Um, is my, my end game just the excitement of creating alone? Because I love creating things. It makes me feel alive. I, I don't want to retire. Is that what retirement is? Where you just sit back and go, wow, what a great life I had. Then you look at the shit that you are doing that you could still be doing. Uh, is my end? And then you ask yourself why. Okay, so what's your end game? I'm asking myself right now, what is my end game? And I'm trying to figure out what my end game is. I don't think it's retirement yet. And I'm closing in on an age that I can retire. I technically can retire. I mean, what is it like? I forget what it is where you get all of your retirement, if that's even a thing anymore. Uh, that was something I'm afraid of as well. You know, I got another six, seven years of push and push and push and push and push. And I don't have a problem with that. I love it. I love the grind. I really do. So why do I want to do all of those things that I talked about? Is it the financial freedom? So you go from, I'm asking myself these questions. What is my end game to now? Why? Why do I want to do this? So as soon as I figure out what my end game is, then I'll start asking the whys. Is it the financial freedom? Is it to be able to retire? And, uh, and those are very important things, to tell you the truth. As we get older and you have responsibilities, it's tough. When I was working and first coming up in radio, my favorite job ever was K-Tide Radio. You may have heard me talk about it, KTYD in Santa Barbara an unbelievably talented group of people that supported one another. I have never, ever felt that in any other radio station I've worked at. There's been nothing but jealousy, jockeying for positions, these inner things. They, the people that work at radio stations, they don't like the morning guys because the morning guys end up making more money. They get their names on the billboard. They get all that kind of stuff. They get a little bit of fame. You know, but that's not why I did it. I, I, I wanted to do the creative job, you know, the creative part of it. I like the more, and that's where the morning is. That's what other people, you know, are great at telling stories about bands and they're really into that and, you know, and all that. I just want to create my own story. I don't want to tell somebody else's story. And those K-Tide days were the best. Nonstop, 24-7. You're hanging out with people at work. While you're off the air, you're visiting the other people that are on the air. You're hanging out. You're just having a fantastic time. And if you talk to any of those people that we are still friends with, I am still friends with all of those people from those K-Tide days. What a wonderful time. But I know I can't bottle that up again. What's the thing, you know, lightning only strikes once. You can't bottle lightning or what, you know, that type. And that's true. It's absolutely true. I could never have that feeling again. And it's sad to me. And the reason why I can't have that feeling again is the facts. The facts are I've reached a level of success where I own a home, where I got married, and I feel very responsible for somebody else. And that takes a lot of fun out of it. It takes a whole hell of a lot of fun out of it. And I know any of you, all of you right now know what I'm talking about. We all have these things that we have to do because of these responsibilities we've now had. We've all reached a level of success. If you've got a roof over your head 
and you have a family and you're, and you're able to pay for your meals and doctor bills and all that kind of stuff, you're a freaking success. Congratulations. But what comes with that? Stress, heartache, fear, all that stuff comes with it. Kids, shit, man. I can't even imagine what that's like. So I'm here to tell you right now, I am scared absolutely shitless right now. I'm afraid that I'm losing relevance, which is obvious. You know, you do something, the same thing for 30 years, no matter how much you reinvent yourself, which is what we've done on the show, you lose a little bit of relevance. So that's part of the reason why I do these podcasts. And that's part of the reason why I stretch and I push and I try to expand as a human being. So I would still be relevant and still be something that people care about. I love it when people care about me and what's going on. Afraid of losing momentum. It's another thing that I'm just so scared shitless of. That's why I keep doing this. That's why I work so hard. Fuck, my heart hurts right now. (sighs) Anyway, do do I take some time away? Do I take some time away and just rest and let the universe tell me what's next and pay attention to the messages and voices I'm hearing in my head? Because I'll tell you, I'm not going away. If I were to stop doing this podcast and even the Gang of Two podcast, which is probably what I'd do, I would just stop all podcasting. I would still be thinking about a different type of podcast to do. Do I do it with a friend of mine? Michael Pace, a friend of mine, and I keep talking about what would a podcast, if we could do anything we want to do, what would it look like? Because he and I connect on so many levels comedically, spiritually we feel the same way we just want to be good people but we fuck up all the time being a good person and i think there's something there to that but do i take some time away and that's what i'm thinking right now i'm not asking you you know to go go terry no terry we would be anything without you no i'm i'm serious this is kind of going back to a podcast i did a couple ago so I'm thinking about it right now. I, I, and the reason why I'm thinking about it, I just wanted to be on the up and up with you. I'm scared of those things. And I think all of us, when you get to a certain age and a certain amount of responsibilities and a certain amount of success, you're afraid of losing it all. In my case, it's not even just afraid of losing the financial part of it. It's about losing a part of who I've been for 30 years. And I'm not going to quit Lexitary. Don't even worry about that. I, we have a net, we're working in a contract right now. I have no plans to do that whatsoever. If something happened to the show, ain't going to be because of me. But I do think that we might have to make some changes. I do want to bring some excitement back into it. I do want to remove some of, some of the toxicity in it. It doesn't mean by getting rid of people. It just means getting rid of certain things we do on the show. But that's just me. Other people, other people on the show might like it. That's another reason why I do a podcast, because I can make all these decisions by myself. Anyway, I'm going too far on that one. I just want to reiterate that the Lex and Terry show is no, not even close to being in jeopardy. Who would have thought something so fun and so creative is doing a podcast or doing comedy or whatever it is, whatever you want to do, art, whatever it is, who would have thought something so fun could be so confusing and kind of hurt?
All right, I'll be back on Thursday. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere yet. I'm planning on a Thursday show. If I'm not Thursday, you know, I'll come back and tell you, okay? But God dang it, guys, I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. I hope you had a great weekend. I hope this week is going to kick off really good for you. And I hope that um, if you're faced with some of these tough decisions that I am, and I know you are, we are people. We are people just trying to get by. I hope that um, you find some peace, some grace this week. Hope you have some moments of just clarity and and calm and some moments of uh, pretty much loving yourself. All right, guys.